There is cautious optimism that the Reserve Bank might be forced to cut interest rates sooner rather than later, given more signs we're hearing that inflation's continuing to slow. It's all adding up to evidence the economy is uh, being crunched from a long period of aggressive interest rate rises. Let's get more on this now. We're joined by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning to you. So these inflation figures, what do the latest ones tell us? And can the Reserve Bank now perhaps be more confident that that inflation battle is at least almost over. Uh, Good morning, Tom. As we were saying yesterday, the Reserve Bank's not close to declaring victory just yet, so Mm. we won't be hearing that sort of language for a little while, at least publicly. Even so, the monthly inflation reading for January, which we saw yesterday, uh, this is from the Bureau of Statistics, showed inflation staying at 3.4%. And this is important because stabilising rather than rising, as most economists had expected. And remember, for context, a year ago, inflation was more than double that at 7.5%. So uh, yesterday in that monthly reading, we've seen falling prices for things like lamb roasts, seafood, gas, goods and services, as we have the impact of these 13 interest rate rises since May 2022, starting to slowly erode the economy and prices are falling as consumers are cutting back and demand is uh, slowing back. We'll see evidence of this uh, most likely a dramatically slowing economy when the national accounts, including the GDP numbers for the final quarter of last year, are released next week on Wednesday. Might even see a negative reading or at least flatlining growth. And we've been heading that way for some time. The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, who's in Brazil for a meeting of G20 finance ministers, says there is growing evidence the economy is crunching, but he's hosing down any worries that we might be heading towards a recession? Oh, I don't like to engage in that kind of commentary. I mean, certainly the uh, Treasury forecast that we put out in the mid-year budget update in December anticipated uh, the economy to continue to grow, but really quite slowly. And inevitably, you know, when you've got these higher interest rates in the system, still the full effect of those still to be felt. You've got all this global uncertainty. You've got conflicts in two parts of the world uh, and people have been under pressure. You know, inevitably, our economy will slow. We think it will slow quite considerably. Uh, It remains to be seen what those numbers say next Wednesday. But the Treasury forecast, the Treasury assumption is that we'll continue to grow, but quite weakly. It's Treasurer Jim Chalmers there. Peter Ryan speaking of the economy, and in case you haven't noticed... And I've been reminding people all morning, it's uh, February the 29th. Don't get to say that very often. A leap year, of course. This is interesting, though, and I hadn't thought about it. There's an economic impact to all of this. Tell us about that. Yes, Tom. An additional day compared to the uh, common year. So we get... 366 days instead of 365. Now, I hadn't thought about this either, but uh, KPMG's chief economist, Dr Brendan Rin, says this extra day, because it falls in a working week, means you get an extra day of growth for the economy or GDP. And uh, (laughs) Brendan Rin reckons this will add about $6.6 billion to the national accounts, which, as I mentioned, um, we'll be seeing uh, actually later this year. Um, Brendan Rin thinks this boost might be enough for the uh, GDP reading for the first quarter of this year, which we're actually in at the moment, uh, to come in stronger, maybe even stopping the economy from going backwards. But We won't see this particular GDP reading until June. Um, As I mentioned there earlier, the national accounts for the final quarter of last year are out. 
next week. Um, could be signs of that flatlining economy as we go into a negative reading. Later today, retail sales for January will get a better idea of how consumers are cutting back and um, and are hoping all those people who are born on uh, uh, February the 29th are feeling just a bit younger today and can pass on some of that enthusiasm to us <laughs> older people. I couldn't agree more. Yes, happy birthday to those who only celebrate uh, every four years. We might get Brendan on in June and hold him to that. We'll see if he's right. Peter Ryan, thank you very much.